0: Where you going, Rudy? I'm in the goddamn club, aren't I? Welcome to another episode of the Reddit Horror Club. I'm joined as always by Scott and Adam. And as we're recording this, I have the Super Mario Super Show on silent in the background. And Captain Lou just walked out with Sergeant Slaughter for some reason. Just keeping you guys updated. <laughs> uh, today we're going to be talking about Scott's pick, which is the 1999 remake of House on Haunted Hill. Yeah! Now I have a question to to kick this off. Actually, have either one of you seen the original House on Haunted Hill?
1: Didn't we have to do it for pod or for the for the Horror Club ones? Did I mean, we? I've, I've seen it. I mean, I love it.
0: I've seen it and I enjoy it. I just can't remember if we had actually had to
1: watch it before or not. Let me ah. check my handy dandy list. I've I've never
2: seen it, but I like pretty much all old old Vincent Price movies, so I probably would like it. <laughs>
1: I thought you were
0: going to say, I like all old horror movies. I was going to be like, bullshit.
2: Uh, no, there's definitely <laughs> a definite, definite key phrase in there that needs to be a part of Vincent, the movie.
0: Vincent Price.
2: Yeah.
0: Because I'm like, I think there's at least seven or eight podcast episodes that prove that you, in fact, do not like old horror movies. <laughs> no, uh, we
1: have not done the original Hassan Han Okay,
0: Just curious, because this movie is... Um, it's It's interesting in the sense that it's sort of a faithful... Uh, remake, but also being like a hyper 90s version of what that original oh, yeah. movie was. Well, no,
1: it, I feel like it's kind of the spiritual successor beyond being a remake because in the original um, and, you know, cover your little ears uh, if you haven't seen the original and don't want to be spoiled for the, the, the twist. But um, OK, so here's a spoiler that in the original, um, the house is not haunted. And then, you know, equal spoiler for this movie, the house that is actually haunted. Yeah. So, so um, uh, you know, I, I, I really like that because it's kind of like, well, first of all, um, Jeffrey Rush's character's last name is Price. And he uh, looks
0: fucking identical to Vincent Price throughout the entire movie. Right.
1: According, I mean, according to IMDb, he was going for John Waters. That's what he see, was trying for. See, he looks for.
0: like a weird blend of Vincent Price, John Waters, and Walt Disney.
1: He was not nearly creepy enough to be John Waters. He needed to lose about 80 more pounds. To yeah, as I was John say, Waters.
0: John Waters needs to be thin as a rail if you want to pull off the John Waters look. But that does bring up an interesting point that literally the difference between John Waters and Vincent <laughs> Price is like about 50 pounds. Uh, maybe 30. <laughs> but um, I, I, I enjoyed this movie for what it was. I bought it, I, I saw it for the first time a year ago. When really? I s- you didn't see it in the
1: nineties, no, Shit.
0: I. You kept threatening to pick this movie for like four fucking rounds.
1: And yeah, this uh, is going to happen. Is that now I'm like I've been I've been uh, the guys will tell you if you ever give them a chance they'll they'll bitch about how I will like be like hey I'm gonna make I'm gonna pick this movie and then I don't <laughs> yeah and you literally
0: were like hey. I'm going to pick this movie like two rounds ago. And, and I was I... at a flea market and I was like, oh, what luck. This person's selling House on Haunted Hill for a dollar. I'll just buy it instead of wasting a Netflix rental on it. <laughs> and then I texted him. He was like, all right, I'm all good to go. And you're like, oh, yeah, no, I'm going to do this instead. <laughs> but uh it's, luckily it's I even, enjoyed the movie.
2: So. It's not even that he tells us he's gonna pick a movie, he asks our opinion <laughs> just to blatantly ignore it every time.
0: The best yeah, so behind the scenes uh wizard moment here, like he literally was like, Alright, so I'm definitely picking this movie or this movie last round and uh then pick neither? <laughs> and
1: then pick neither of them. What did I even pick last round? Well, I don't even remember. <laughs>
0: Who knows who cares? No one ever comments on it Nobody any of gives
1: our a movies. shit about my picks. <laughs> Nobody's going to discuss this pick either because it's not on Instant Q, on the Instant Watch. Did you
0: see that uh, I posted on the Facebook page so, or the the Reddit page? So hopefully people actually watch it, but that like fucking Fright Nights getting pulled like 4 weeks
1: before we discuss it. Damn. Well, if you haven't seen Fright Night already, then shame on you, go buy it. <clears throat> anyway, I, I, I um I like that, but all right, so so th- this movie is a great, I think it's a, it's a great spiritual successor, pun intended, to uh, the original. And I was reading up on it today um, just to see if there were any fun little tidbits I could mention in the podcast uh, before we actually get into the nitty-gritty of this incredibly deep symbolic film. <laughs> um, but uh, so <clears throat> the Dark Castle Pictures... Uh, i guess as an imprint of warner brothers or something but um that was the that was the company that put this movie 13 the 13 ghosts remake and the house of wax remake out in the 90s uh and early 2000s and um the uh they called it dark castle because you know they were supposed to be kind of like darker reboots of these gimmicky william castle movies from the 50s and yeah. um I didn't. I never put together that they are all three done by that imprint. Um, I so that never was put kind of... together the that name and the
0: significance to the remakes. Although William Castle yeah. had nothing to do with House of Wax, but whatever. Oh, oh, <laughs> I guess
1: it must have just been that that uh, the house of in all three of them. Yeah, yeah. And I've never seen the original 13 Ghosts, so I'm embarrassed to admit Wait, that.
0: Wait, is, is Vincent Price in the original 13 Ghosts?
1: I'm pretty sure he is, or else I don't know why they would do that as their trilogy. I mean, it
0: makes sense for the first two for sure, uh, 13 Ghosts and House on Haunted Hill, because they're both William Castle movies that had gimmicks. Um, but it, I, I mean, House of Wax also had a gimmick. No, it, yeah, I'm sorry, it didn't
1: um, actually have... Uh, it, 13 Ghosts isn't actually a Vincent Price movie. So, wait, so, yeah, but it's a William Castle flick, but House of Wax is not?
0: Yeah, House of Wax, um... Well, that's kind of a
1: shitty... Yeah.
0: And, and like, House of Wax didn't really even have, like, a gimmick. Like, like it was in 3D also, like, 13 Ghosts, but, like, that was, like, towards the tail end of 3D. It wasn't, like, an exciting brand new gimmick. Yeah,
1: well, and it was kind of interesting that they that Dark Castle wanted to release each one of those movies with a gimmick, um, each one of the remakes. Uh, so the uh, the the theatrical release of House on Haunted Hill in 1999, um, they gave out special ticket stubs that if, that you could scratch them off and win money. Apparently, I don't know if you actually won money or if it was just like, you know, oh, here yours says that you won $1,000, and it's not like they're actually going to give you $1,000. Yeah. But um, but then they were going to do um, – so they did that for the theatrical release of, of, of House on no Haunted Hill, and then they were going to give out – they were going to um, release 13 Ghosts in 3D and have special 3D glasses that look like Matthew Lillard's from the flick. Yeah. Um, and – with how much of a flop a financial flop house on Haunted Hill was, they didn't do that. <laughs> I was gonna say I can't. I
0: was, I was gonna make a joke about like them not being able to afford to give someone a thousand dollars based on how much of a flop this was. But the no, thing well, is, right? when
1: I saw this in the when I saw this in like 1999 or 2000 when I was in high school, um, I didn't realize it was a flop. I just thought that it was a great B movie.
0: Yeah, it's not a bad movie at all.
2: Um, well, I, yeah, but we're at the tail end of that huge boom of horror movies in the 90s and people were fucking getting tired of handing out their hard-earned dollars to go to the theater and see these just like barely put together fucking – there was uh, a lot of shit. But, yeah, here's my
0: question. Movies. In 1999, because this is only three years after Scream. Were we back into haunted house movies, or was it mostly slasher films that were kind of the big financial successors that were kind of draining everyone's uh, funds?
1: Well, here's what sucks is the haunting with um, uh, uh, Catherine Zeta Jones or whatever, um, and is that Liam Neeson in it? What was the 199 came out in 1999 as well. So Liam Neeson, Catherine Zeta-Jones, Owen Wilson, and Lily Taylor were in that, and that was a much bigger movie. Um, and then uh, Thirteen Ghosts.
0: I want to say it was two thousand or two thousand one. Yeah, two thousand one,
1: the year after, yeah. Yeah, and uh, what are, There, there were other. I feel like there was a, there were a lot of haunted house movies that were coming out um, in the very tail end of the nineties, and um, probably really truly the the. House of Haunted Hill probably got screwed by The Haunting because The Haunting was big budget, really big budget, no shit. I saw it in the movie theater. I was like, ugh, this is terrible. But, um, yeah, House of Haunted Hill is much better for me. Like, I like the fact that it's a very easy watch. It's very goofy. Um, You just get to watch Jeffrey Rush choose scenery for two hours, and there are some really cool kills. I really liked the the ghosts in it. I didn't particularly like the shadow, I, the, like the you know the the, the full on monster that comes out of the 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 moldy room, but um, I, and I never did back in the '90s either. But man, I loved, I just loved the kills in this movie.
0: Uh, also, sorry, I'm looking into Dark Castle Entertainment's um, Wikipedia page. Yeah, and according to the Wikipedia page, it got its name just because they originally intended to just do. William Castle Castle movies and then you know House on Haunted Hill and 13 Ghosts were so lackluster that they started putting out original content because the next thing was Ghost Ship that they did after 13 Ghosts which was an original Uh, but the people who formed it the founders of it is Robert Zemeckis and Joel Silver wow yeah
2: (laughs) yeah you guys didn't see the producer credit on this movie for Robert Zemeckis?
0: And, and Gilbert, and sorry, and Gilbert Adler, who's just, all he's done is produce, but he produced a bunch of Tales from the Crypt episodes, uh, Demon Knight, Bordel of Blood, and then all of these movies. Um, so he was kind of the new guy out of the three. But yeah, Zemeckis and, and Joel Silver, Jesus. Like, that was that point in the night. Whatever it was with those guys, those were guys who were making, like, legitimately well-known action movies, but, like, had that love of the 50s horror, because they were both doing... Did they do Godzilla? No, I... I, In 1998?
1: I'm pretty sure... Didn't Zemeckis have something to do with that? Let me see, but I was
0: going to say that they're both... Oh, no, that's Roland Emmerich. I'm sorry. Yeah, they were both the guys who brought back... Twilight or uh, Tales from the Crypt in the early nineties, and then like as soon as Tales from the Crypt was done, did this Dark Castle thing. So, like, even though it's never the types of movies that they make, they obviously still had a very genuine love of that childhood of growing up in the fifties with that type of uh, horror entertainment, which is kind of awesome. I, I, I love. Well, I mean, Scott and everyone who listens already knows like i have a love for that that feeling of nostalgia there's so like i love i love horror movies that take place in the 50s uh things like um matt nay and and stephen king's it and stuff like that like i love that whole time period
1: also you know you can't forget last week's pick fido
0: fido yes well (laughs) Well played. Uh.
1: <laughs> but hey, um, also, if we're doing well played things, we should probably mention that your um, your podcast is on SoundCloud. <laughs> <laughs>
0: just getting in there in uh, there early. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Um.
1: <laughs> I think I might start the show next week. Just be like, "Hey, everybody, what's up? This is Scott from Reddit Horror Club. <laughs> Check out Saint Mort on SoundCloud. Here's the podcast." <laughs>
0: Uh, Anyway, so so moving on. Um, I'm pretty sure this was one of the first movies to do the, like, jumpy
1: ghost. The fast movie, like the sped-up ghosts. That's that's why I loved it. I thought it was the shit back in 1999.
0: (laughs) I still kind of like it in this movie, but, man, that became a thing that every fucking person was doing after a while.
1: Right, and you know what else really sucked is that... This movie truly is at f- one of the movies that you can blame for stretch face ghosts, like in that bullshit grave encounters. Yeah, which I hate. Fuck, that I hate movie it so much. So much. Well, okay, so much. let's think about this. So this came out in 1999. I graduated high school in 2001. When I was in college, people would send those shock videos. They were like little flash videos that would be like, uh, you know, watch this for 30 seconds, and yeah, it fucking I remember that second- shit. Yeah, in 28 seconds in, it'd be like, rah, you know? And uh, I truly do blame movies like House of Hunted Hill for that bullshit. Um, I wanted to mention, uh, there was a movie that came out in 2001, I think. Let me look it up. Um, Called the St. Francisville Experiment. Ever heard of it?
2: No. It, is,
1: it was like a very, very... Yeah, 2000... Oh, well, actually 2000. I watched it um, in like January of 2002 because um, I hadn't heard of it until then. But it was a very um, low-budget movie. It was the second found footage movie I've ever seen. The first one being, of course, The Blair Witch Project. Um, and Blair Witch Project came out in what? 1999? 98? Yeah, 98, 99. Um, and so this movie is only two years later. Um, and now it's just like, you know... that. They weren't a thing back then. And so this movie was about this group of people that were supposed to go and spend the night in this supposedly haunted um, plantation house down in Louisiana. uh, Haunted by a witch apparently. And um, it was really genuinely creepy. Uh, I haven't rewatched it because it's impossible to find. But um, it, it was kind of I, to me, it, it when I think of House on Haunted Hill, St. Francisville Experiment is you know one of the next things I think of because uh, you know they were similar in style and um, content as well as time period. And nobody knows about that movie. I've I think I've asked people on our horror before about it, and people are like, "Yeah, I've never even heard of it." I, I would highly recommend it. It's it's it, like I hate found footage, but it's entertaining.
2: Um, is this why you like that movie? Here's a quote from it. <laughs> Tim, it was me. I farted. Paul, don't do that. Tim, I was just trying to scare her. Paul, well, don't do that. I don't remember that. Is there a jump scare involving a fart in this movie? It's like... <laughs> well, God, that... I hope that, that there's
0: if there's... My... If there's not a movie with a jump scare that's brought on by a fart, then I have made it my goal to make
1: that happen. (laughs) Listen, the jump scare for that fart should be the person who's trying to eke it out silently. (laughs) 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 Uh, Speaking of which, hey, um, Adam, do you have notes for this or what? I absolutely do. (laughs)
2: House on Haunted Hill Notes. Here we go. <laughs> um, okay, so this intro feels like a 90s nu metal music video.
1: Uh, <laughs> it kind of does. Oh, well, yeah, it definitely you more does. More hanging chains and more guys like doing the head tilt yeah. staring at the camera. Matt knows what we're talking about. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you
2: do. Um, do you guys think Casper's dad is in this asylum?
1: <laughs> I don't know, but the reanimator is.
2: Yeah, he is. <laughs> um, do you guys think Freddy's mom is in this asylum? <laughs> <I'm like, laughs> <laughs> what is Spike doing in the sun right now? I know. And what? <laughs> Lisa Loeb. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, this co- this roller coaster is just,
1: just fucking impossible. Fuck off. This
2: roller coaster, like, what is, what <laughs> I is that? I love
1: that roller coaster. That's, some seri- that's seriously some uh, Final Destination shit right there
2: well the the elevator section of it is totally fine i get that that makes sense
1: but when... was so mad though she was like that would only work once and then everybody would tell everybody else <laughs> it's like maybe that's a sign of waiver i don't know <laughs> yeah if just... that's really where your suspension and disbelief breaks in this film we have <laughs> problems you should have been like well it's just the hulk
2: roller coaster at six flags over orlando anyway so what do you wait whatever Dude, what she
1: <laughs> got so mad because she was like when 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 uh, Jeffrey Rush is like, you ever seen one that starts at the top, thirty stories up top? And she's like, yeah, at Cedar Point, bitch. <laughs> I was like, I can never watch the movie with you. <laughs> um,
2: okay, yeah, and then oh, but it's 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 so I thought that that was just and I I haven't seen this movie in fucking forever. It used to be on like TBS all the time, and I'd only ever really caught it in like bits and pieces. But every time I'd see it, I'd watch it. Through, because i was always wondering like what the fuck's going on with this movie um but i thought that that was like another animation like they were just like fooling them with the the roller coaster literally going off the rails
1: yeah but
2: then then they're like the arm keeps coming off the dummy i'm like are you launching a full train car off of a (laughs) roller coaster every time and have to reset it Where's that fucking train car
1: going? What are do you doing? I don't know, but that's so cool. Like, if they if he has so much money that he can have that he can have like I don't know if they get broken every time or if they just if they hit like a cushion. I don't know. So, so
0: here's the thing: A, it's because he's got fuck you money, like, <laughs> which is an awesome place to be in life, I'm sure. The other thing is, uh, it reminds me of one of the shittier Goosebump books. Uh, called a shocker on shock street have you ever read this book no okay so the concept of a shocker on shock street is that it's this brother and sister who love these horror movies called the shock street franchise right and their dad is like this uh this builds like roller coasters and amusement park rides and they find out that he just bought the license to to the Shocker film franchise to build a ride and they get to be the kids to test out this shock ride right and what all the go ro- wrong? and all the robots start coming to life and trying to kill them and they freak out and then the big twist is that they're not real but they're robots that their father is actually just their inventor, and he built them and made them fans of the, sh- the movie series so he could run them through the ride a couple times to test out what works for true Shock Street fans. Oh, my God.
2: <laughs> <laughs> R.L. Gra- fucking hack. What are you doing? <laughs>
0: I remember reading that book uh, like a year ago when I was doing the rereads for my blog and I got to the ending of that and I was just like, holy fucking shit, this is the best piece of shit I've ever read. It is so terrible. <laughs> Continue with your notes.
2: Well, it's just like, uh, Mr. Price's park is hemorrhaging money and it's on fire constantly. We've got to stop. Yes, but it's absolutely ghoulish, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Your impression of Jeffrey Rush's impression of Vincent Price.
0: <laughs> Every time I think of Vincent Price, I think of that one Simpsons episode with the eggs. <laughs>
2: the... Get back in the truck, Wesley. We have yeah. to go.
0: <laughs> if this is about the missing legs, my nephew Wesley will drop some off.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is pretty nice. I get a little Marilyn Manson in my morning. I'm not complaining about that.
1: Oh, man, I loved playing that guitar riff back in high school. Man, that streams cover
2: is so good, though. Like, whatever. It it's good enough you can admit it now. Um,
1: I was going to say, are we at
0: that point now where we can admit that Merlin Manson was pretty interesting and good? Or is it still like, uh, one of those guys that we shit on?
1: We don't shit on him, but I never thought he was good, so I can't be like, yeah, yeah I admit it.
0: I, li- I like, I like what he does. You like bad music, we know. I do like bad music. <laughs> But I, I
1: introduced you to Dead recently. Oh,
0: it's so good. <laughs> my it favorite is, part in that music video is that they felt like they really had to put in the microphone around his neck because otherwise people would be like, well, how can he be singing? I know. <laughs>
2: oh, my God. Um, I, I used to listen to a lot of Manson, but tr- trying to re-listen to it now... You just can't. Find, you can't do it. it's it depends. Almost... I,
0: I I think it really depends on the album. I think some albums hold up fairly well, and other ones like I still think that um, what the fuck is it? I think Antichrist Superstar and uh, Hollywood still hold up pretty well, but yeah, a lot of the other ones don't really. It smells like children is almost unlistenable.
2: It's, it's always <laughs> mechanical animals. It's so melodramatic and just like. <laughs> Over the top. It's theatrical. It's yeah, ridiculous. he
0: was at his best when he was just making straight metal music uh, that had just a little bit of industrial flair mixed into it.
2: Agreed. Yep. Continue um, with
0: notes. <laughs>
2: my god, my Windows 98 is haunted.
0: <laughs> Can you just do all of your notes? Yeah, I was going to say, and... all your
1: notes need to be in that voice from now on. <laughs> I'll do... I'll
2: I'll do the rest of these ones.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Is it because they were already written that
2: way? No, <laughs> but I'm good. I'm doing it. Fuck it, I'm doing it. I always love a little Sandy Cohen in my movies. <laughs> <laughs> I was just a big fan of the OC. That's the only thing I know this guy from. <laughs> the dude, the dude with the eyebrows. Anyways, um, would you look at that fucking camera? They're like huge handheld sideways i don't know. that camcorder was weird as shit you know what i've changed my mind i can't keep this up <laughs> <laughs> it'll get tired real quick um i see some blockbuster vhs tapes in there I like that i'm like yeah that. um when uh chris Catan hears the sound of the shutters closing he hesitates to start running for the door for like 30 seconds and then he's like, oh, shit, I need to get out of here. If you knew what that fucking sound was, why would you stand there for 30 seconds? You could have been out the door.
1: No shit. All, uh, just, uh Stupid.
2: Can we all agree that Chris Katan is probably the best part of this movie? I <laughs> love Chris Katan in this fucking movie. I'd like
0: it better if he was playing Mango the entire movie. All right, we'll move on. we just going to a lot that SNL um, SNL
2: reference to the only thing he was.
0: I got before. it. I
2: laughed.
0: <laughs> no, you didn't. You laughed, be, at, you laughed could... at the joke bombing. That doesn't count.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he could have been Corky too. <laughs> I don't know. It's the only thing that you comes to mind. guys want some cookies. You yeah, whatever. The cookies. reflex
2: is an only child. Shut up, guys. All right, here we go. Um, <laughs> the whole thing with like Ghost Eddie and the Blood Tank just all not particularly interesting uh especially considering that it amounts to nothing you don't even get a kill there but
1: dude but that uh, blood tank is sick
2: yeah it's fine well it's
1: gross but well, what the fuck's going on like um, also the amount of blood that should have been on ally larder's character after that would be obscene and she's just like oh i just died my th- my elbow up to my elbows i'm fine
2: well, all she did was take off a jacket and, I guess, uh, wipe her face down with a towel. But you're right. And then all she has is, like, this one little line of, bra- of blood on her temple. <laughs> you should be absolutely doused in the shit. <laughs> um, but then we get the scene with Kimberly using that fucked-up huge camera, and you see the doctors all turn and look at the camera, and that was fucking sweet. I like that a lot. Uh, I don't know what this re- in re- referring to, but seriously, Chris Katan, you're fucking killing it. I don't know. Um, Okay, then we get the scene with the hole in the face and the security footage. I love all that. That's really good. There's a scene where they're all in that uh, tiny space after uh, the wife gets killed or whatever, and they just start firing bullets off right next to each other's ears all over (laughs) the place. They're all fucking deaf after this point (laughs) in the movie. Every one of them. Um, Yeah, and then you get this scene where there's just like or this chunk of the movie, this is probably the worst part of the movie with for me is where like there's all the double crossing, the doctor's fucking the wife, and the wife double crosses him and then we get another double cross
1: and it's just Well that, to be fair. Yeah that's, straight, fair, out that's the straight out of the original. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it did. That's kinda... it, it. Actually, is exactly like the original, and I really like that because I didn't know that when I first saw it, and then I saw it years later after having seen the original, and I was like, oh. You know what the original sense.
0: is actually comparable to in a weird way? Uh, the more that we talk about it, the original one's very much like uh, what was that movie that that discreetly picked Diablique? *Diabolique*, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like it's it's a very similar like this person's cheating on this person, that's cheating on this person, so we're just gonna try to scare them to death, uh, and then the big reveal, both both with fairly infamous endings. Yeah. Um, sorry. Continue with the notes.
1: <laughs> um.
2: Yeah. Okay. Uh. Do you guys did you guys read on IMDb about how the effect of like the black ghost woman was created?
1: No uh, I did, but I don't remember they that was took a while back
2: they took black and white video of women dancing naked,
1: yeah, like, oh yeah, and, that's right,
2: <laughs> and then they just duplicated them hundreds of times and put them at different angles and like cross section them all together, so that if at any point you stop the screen and you look at a section of the black woman, it's just mm-hmm. tiny black and white naked women dancing
1: like it's which is genius, it's like the most. I'm sorry. It's it's really misogynistic. I, I at the core of the concept, but I mean, it's fucking art. So yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, liked.
2: I mean the effects I, by today's standards didn't come out looking all that. To that be great. fair, it
1: didn't look that great back in the '90s either. But <laughs> I, I appreciate true, the concept.
2: Oh yeah, concept definitely better than the execution here.
1: Yeah,
2: um, the ending is just. You know, nothing special really going on there either. Although I did like when the ghost gets Price and then his whole, you know, dried out visage or whatever explodes. I like that little part. And then she asks, How do we get down? And to that I say, You don't. You don't fucking get down. Eddie's going to eat you and then he's going to die himself. And that's the end of the movie. <laughs>
1: uh, well, there you go. All
0: right. Yeah. Uh, we'll keep it short uh, for this last half real quick. Um, because our next guest may already be messaging me to see if we're ready. Um, (laughs) so, uh, I feel like this is as good a time as any to, (laughs) to announce that, uh, we're going to be at a convention together in April. Um, because I want to read this email exchange, uh, (laughs) real fast.
1: So (laughs) please tell me it's about the, uh, uh, Fucking pinball. No, no,
0: no, no. So,
1: so. uh... (laughs) Did you like that, Scott? (laughs) Okay, just let everybody know. So, Matt's telling uh, Adam and I via Facebook Messenger um, about. All the sweet stuff that we're going to do like before the the con, depending on what days we show up and everything. And he's like, oh, and by then we'll have this pinball machine and this pinball machine at the house. And Adam's like, I better book a hotel room because I don't want to drown all the pussy. (laughs) Oh, so
0: fucking good. But no, so we're going to be hosting a bunch of different panels at this little shit convention in Westchester called Tennocia. Don't let them Um, hear that. That's fine, whatever. Um, <laughs> so, if you live anywhere near Westchester, Pennsylvania, I don't know if any of you do, but if any of you do, you should come out and check out our conventions, uh, our panels. But I got an email from the convention yesterday and said, Hello, we just wanted to email you and make sure that you're uh, and find out what the rating is on your panel. The options are E for everyone, PG 13, or 18. Plus. 18 plus. I wrote back. It's probably going to have a lot of four-letter words, so let's say 18-plus to be safe. She wrote back, 18-plus isn't really for language. It's more like if there's going to be lots of discussions about sex. And I wrote back, yeah, make it (laughs) (laughs) 18-plus. And I'm sure she hasn't written back, but I'm sure she's sitting there being like, you're discussing children's movies, (laughs) like...
1: We're obviously going to talk about the child stars and how they fared as adults. (laughs)
0: Um, So yes, uh, that's going to be on April 25th at Westchester University. I think the convention's like five dollars to get in for the whole day. Um, But real quick, is there anything that you guys want to discuss that you've watched this week, or do you want to just wait for the next recording?
1: We'll just say on the next. I'll I'll do it on the next one.
0: I'll save mine for the next one.
1: Uh, Yeah, I'm good. Let's go. All
0: right, sounds good. Uh, In two weeks, we will be discussing uh, cheap trills. Uh... (laughs) (laughs) It's like the fourth (laughs)
2: time.
0: You know he's doing it on
2: purpose, right? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's
0: some cheap trollery right there. Yeah, cheap trills. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But next week, we'll be discussing...
2: Wicked cool, wicked (laughs) smart... (laughs)
0: <laughs> uh, next week, we'll be discussing April Fool's Day from 1986, and here is the trailer for that.
2: Cordially invites you to a party to end all parties. This is the craziest party that could ever be. Don't turn on lights
1: because I don't want to see. April Fool. Welcome to my home and lifestyles of the rich and undeserving. Wrong Join eight privileged guests who are just dying (laughs) to have fun. (laughs)
2: Wow, what is this? The bridal suite? You like it? The ladies. I find
1: a use for it. The gentlemen. We we did on the first date.
2: The young. Well, basically, I possess an essential lack of seriousness. And
1: restless. You are such a jerk.
2: Everyone is having such a good time. It's scary. Is something wrong?
1: Radio is
2: blasting. Someone's knocking at the door. I've seen so many things. I know what it is. I don't want to see no more. i April
0: Fool's Day.
1: Get ready to
2: party till you drop. Rated R starts Thursday, March 27th at a theater near you.